This is the Danny Britt Show, a weekly look at Benedictine Cadets football on ESPN Radio WSEG Savannah Hilton Head. Now, here's your host, Christian Gokel. Welcome into a playoff edition of the Danny Britt Show right here on ESPN Radio Savannah. Christian Gokel alongside the head football coach of your Benedictine Cadets, Danny Britt, getting you ready for a big-time playoff matchup. The Cadets coming off of a bye week after finishing the regular season 8-2. and two. And, Coach, uh, looking at the team, relatively healthy going into the end, a bye week, and you said it was much needed. When you said that, what was that in regards to? Yeah, well, we are relatively healthy and, and feel like we've gotten our legs back under us. Um, I think it, it's uh, – Mental as much as anything else, um, you know, it really gets to be a grind. We've been we've been grinding since May, you know, with spring ball right into summer, you know, right into to, to football season, and and um, didn't really get a bye week. We ended up because of COVID, you know, getting a quote bye week the very first season of the year, and that that's never good. Um, so I think it was good. We, I had the uh, seniors over last night. We had dinner at my house, and we were talking, and, and um, they were talking about that. We had a good week of practice last week, got some things done, were able to look at some details. But in the same sense, it, it wasn't extremely intense, and I think we all needed that. I think they needed that. I needed that. The, the coaching staff needed it uh, to kind of get yourself together and, and ready to make a run, and um, certainly we know today the the practices are going to amp up uh, considerably. And coach, we're going to get into the playoffs coming up here in a little while, and obviously going to break down the opponent, Thomas County Central, there uh, coming over to play you guys at Memorial Stadium. Before that, I mean, I wanted to wrap up kind of some unbelievable regular seasons for you guys because the offense uh, clicking on a level. Tell me if this is hyperbole or not, coach. Uh, maybe clicking on a level we haven't seen before at Benedictine. Um, yeah, I can see that, I, which is a big statement, right? I mean, that that is a pretty large statement to say, and but but I feel like that's that's probably true. Um, we we've been we've been rolling, and um, the guys have have done an incredible job with that. I think Coach Phillips and Coach Coleman have done an incredible job with the the offense and the the, the scheming and. And, and everything that's been going on. So, uh, you know, that's that's our idea. You know, set set a new standard, set a higher standard, which is a tall task, and, and, I, and I feel like we've done that. And obviously we got to start with the guy, Justin Thomas. I mean, Coach, I was, I was crunching some numbers a little bit earlier, and I'm sure you guys have seen similar stuff, but uh, every five times that guy touches the football, he's in the end zone. That makes it pretty easy to call plays, I have to imagine. I tell you what, you know, I've said before that, you know, I'll, I'll call up to, to the press box with Coach Phillips and I'll say, what's the play? And his response will be, number four is getting it. And I'm like, great call. Yeah, I, don't know, <laughs> I don't know whether they're handing it to him, tossing it to him, throwing it to him, whatever. Uh, it's, a, it's a good call because um, number four can make things happen. And, um, in fact, I, I was just completing some paperwork uh, nominating him for the uh, Finnecaro Award, which is the best football player in the city of Savannah and, and, and my nomination is Justin Thomas and nobody else don't even try it <laughs> yeah I can, I can see why coach uh, over 100 yards 
five times this season on the ground uh, through the air. He had 600 yards as well. I believe it was, yeah, 1,576 total yards, 27 total touchdowns, rushing, receiving, uh, and returning kicks. I mean, you've coached a lot of really talented people. Where would you rank this season uh, among some of the better offensive seasons you've seen? Yeah, I, I think it's incredible. I, I think the only comparison would be John Wesley Kennedy uh, in the 16 season, but um, but but Justin is, is really really unique in that he plays you know a lot on defense. Um, we, we are fortunate enough to have some guys go in and and and, and you know play for him, but um, uh, and a lot in the return game, and just just truly a special guy. And the biggest thing with Justin, I mean, obviously he's an incredible athlete. But his competitive nature is is unbelievable, and when it's on the line, he wants it. he wants the ball, he wants them to throw the ball his way as a defensive player, he wants them to kick it to him, whatever the case may be. He he is competitive and wants to make it happen. Coach Daquan Bryant also with an unbelievable regular season. I think uh, a stat line a lot of NFL guys would be happy to have in 17 games. He did in 10, 64 receptions, 905 yards, and seven touchdowns through the air coach just really took that next step forward in becoming a, a full receiver. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, just, uh, um, Quan is a, a, another just great athlete and, uh, competitive as well. And, um, you know, we, we've got to figure out and we have as, as of late figured out how to get him the ball a little bit more in different scenarios. But, um, but as a receiver, he is, he's incredible and, and done a great job for us. And, and then, uh, you know, he's another one that plays defense, plays special teams. Just as much as he can play, he's playing. Coach, quietly, it's funny to say that, but quietly on the season, 40 receptions for Cam Edge, uh, averaging more than 11 yards per reception there. Just he really stepped up, I thought, in a few games where teams were maybe able to cover up Zaquan or cover up Justin a little bit as much as you can. I thought Cam Edge had a couple of games this year where he really stepped up and he had no problem being the focal point of the offense. No, and it's 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 an issue. You know, we, we I talked to him last week as a, as a whole, and said we're going to do whatever it takes to to try to win and be the absolute best we can each week. But um, you know, it's, we don't. There's only one ball, <laughs> and uh, and it you know it can only go around so much. But uh, but Cam's ready. Cam's very explosive, extremely athletic, uh, and tough kid. So uh, you know we want to be able to get him the ball and use him as much as possible. And Coach, uh, defensively, I know Ben Hollerback, maybe it's the quietest impact player on your team, but just playing that deep safety position, kind of getting everybody lined up there in the secondary and calling out to your guys, I thought he's played an excellent season at that spot. Listen, I have a soft spot because that's where I played in high school, but just a guy who can stay deep but also is a ball hawk, I thought he's had a really good year. Yeah, he has. He's done well, and um, you know, I, I took over coaching the safety position, and, and poor guy has to deal with me. Um, but you know, we sit in the meeting room, we're watching film, and he can he can pop off what we're running, you know, how we're running it. He can make adjustments, and you know, he's a, he's a smart kid, um, and does a really good job with that. You know, he's got a uh, he, he's an emotional kid, so he, he, he you know brings that excitement with with him, and and we hope he can continue to do that and. You know, just be as disciplined while doing that as possible. And coach, your two outside linebackers. I know the havoc is is what a lot of coaches talk about when they're specifically talking about those edge rushers. Both of those guys, Holden Sapp and Matt Cromenhawk, going over ten tackles for loss for the season. Just the production from those guys has been excellent. 
Yeah, they've done a really good job, hardworking kids, both of them, both of them college football players, and, uh, you know, just have done a great job all year of being physical and, and, you know, taking the coaching and doing everything they're supposed to do. We, um, Mac, uh, Crawman Hawk has a great motor. It's always running. He's always working. And, and Sap is just obviously a, a unique uh, talent and, you know, obviously physically uh, intimidating type kid. And, you know, I, you know, I'm so proud for him and, and have enjoyed coaching him. Uh, one, one thing we, we, I'm looking forward to, I certainly hope we're playing five more weeks, but last night at my house at the senior meeting, they were arguing over who would win a one one v one basketball game. So okay, we're, we're waiting till after the season. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It's hard. You know, uh, the, the boys were, were going with Mac because of his motor and, and the fact that uh, um, the fact that uh, Sapp's uh, arms are so big. He's, they say he can't shoot. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen it, but. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be uh, we'll be working on that. I'll let you know the results of that later. I was gonna say, I mean, if your arms are too big, it's probably a good problem to have there. I mean, I wouldn't complain about that. But uh, coach, I did want to talk about a couple of guys, a trio, uh, Simeon Smith and Thomas. Your down linemen that, that are usually the ones taking the snaps with the ones. All of those guys just with excellent uh, seasons. Uh, I was really impressed uh, with Thomas. There, thirty-eight tackles. Usually, nose guards aren't getting that many tackles, right? They're just trying to eat up blocks and, and just create havoc up the middle, but 38 tackles, five tackles for loss. Uh, Michael Smith with seven, uh, seven tackles for loss. Just excellent production out of those three down linemen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, proud, proud of them and, and you know, their success. It's, uh, you know, Cole is, I feel like a division one football player. And we, we kind of saw that one coming um, with uh, Jeremiah Thomas. He is a big, strong baby. You know what I mean? And he's oh, yeah. young. Uh, but man, he is strong, and he he has he's really come on, and and has success this year. And we're going to need him to continue to, to grow there. But he's going to be a, a, a you know a wrecking ball in the future. And and uh, with with Mike Smith, I'm so proud of him. You know, he's moved a number of positions, and you know been a kind of special teams guy for us. And we moved him down to that end in this three four, and he's really taken it and done a good job with it, and just has had a had a very good football season for us. All right, I, I saved this for last just because just because I don't want people listening to this part and then skipping over the rest of the guys. Let's talk about the quarterback position, but I do have a trivia question for you, Coach. Do you know which passer on your team has the highest completion percentage right now? Well, I would imagine it would be Luke Romanhawk because he's – well, no, it would probably be Cam Edge. It is Cam Edge. One for one, 57 yards – just 100% completion, man. I mean, is he arguing for more snaps? <laughs> he may be. He may be. Well, Cam is a quarterback, and he grew up a quarterback, and then, of course, gets here, and, and um, you know, we've got a future uh, SEC quarterback with us. So uh, he's moved and done a very good job where he's at. But, yep, uh, Cam, uh, I remember through the uh, – I don't know if it was a double pass or a toss – you know, uh, pass. I think it was a double pass he threw, and I think completed a Justin for the touchdown. Yeah, yeah. That that he would be the the hundred percent completion rate. Now there are some guys from North Georgia that have gone north of three thousand yards for the season. Obviously, Gunner Stockton, the Georgia commit up at Rayburn County, is is one of those. But you look at Holden Garner's stats and completing over sixty percent, almost seventy percent 
of his throws and averaging over 218 yards per game, over 2,000 yards for the season. I think maybe it can be a little bit deceiving, Coach, because if we're being 100% honest, he maybe total game reps played six games this season. I think you're right. And, um, you know, you can't, you know, stats we know are for losers, right? You know, right. You focus in on that. One, as an offense, we want to be 50 50 and, and, and then take what the defense gives us. And if it's run the ball, that's what we'll do. And, um, and then you get into the fact that, yeah, in probably the last half of the season, uh, you know, Holden was playing pretty much two quarters. So, you know, there, there, there's a difference uh, for that. Um, you know, fortunately, what we know is colleges don't recruit stats. They don't care about stats. Right. They, you know, because they realize it could be inflated because of who you're playing or what you're doing or whatever the case may be. Or let's be quite honest, you know, I feel like some guys aren't honest when they put the stats in. <laughs> there's no way to really check up on it. So, uh, so there's a lot of things that are going on there, but um, but with with Holden, yeah, he's just had an incredible year. He's got truly special arm talent and and has done a great job. And he un, he understands that. He, he's not saying, "Hey, I got to throw for three thousand yards." He, right. He wants his football team to win. Just uh, go look at the stats from the Ware County game. That tells you everything you need to know about him. But 21 touchdowns and just two interceptions, uh, and then completing, like I said, over 66 percent of his passes. That, that tells you all you need to know about Holden Garner. All right, we got to take a quick break here. We'll come back. We'll take a look at the first round matchup coming up for your cadets. Thomas County Central coming to town. A really good football team. We'll break it down with the coach next right here on the Danny Britt Show on ESPN Radio Savannah. More Benedictine Cadets football. The Danny Britt Show on ESPN Radio. Playoff football at Memorial Stadium coming up this Friday night. And Coach Thomas County Central coming to town. You guys are the one seed. They're the four seed. But I feel like that can be a little bit deceiving. This is a team that's literally a couple of scores away from being a two seed and then just a couple more away from being a one seed. Yeah, it's very deceiving. Um, You know, it's just the way it works. But, you know, Region 1 is really good. And, um, you know, so we're not getting a true four seed here. And everybody knows Thomas County Central, the history of the program, you know, how, how important football is in that area. And, uh, you know, they are a good football team, and, and we, we've got to be ready to go for certain. And not a team that's going to blow you away with the stats on offense, but, Coach, obviously a team uh, that likes to run the football. They do. That's what they want to do. Um and, and this past Friday, they were missing their primary guy, uh, Pearson Taylor, number two. Um, I think he had been suspended for some, some issues, so uh, he will be back this Friday. But that, that really made it challenging for him against Darty. Um, Coach House and I were able to make that trip and go watch him play. And with him out, it kind of changed things for him. But they want to run the ball in a number of different, you know, out of a ton of formations and a number of different situations. And uh, and, and so, um, you know, we're looking to, you know, have to step up to that challenge. Coach, I know we've spoken about this before, but to you and to your position coaches, what does it mean that so many of your key guys have been here and done this before? They've been in this exact situation, some of them uh, for three, four years. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. We talked about that again last night with the seniors and, you know, how, you know, they've been there, they've seen it, they've done it, and it's, uh, 
it's big, and now we've got to take advantage of that and 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 know those situations, know when it gets when it gets tight, when it gets intense, when you know how to handle it, how to how to you know make the plays, you know. So uh, I think it's huge, and we've got to be able to use that as our advantage. Now for the guys, and I'm not trying to call anybody in particular, but like say Jeremiah Thomas, who is a sophomore and he hasn't necessarily taken the snaps like this. What has this communication been like with some of the guys who have been there before with those type of players? Yeah, you know, it's 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 uh, they're doing a good job. I've seen it over and over again with them. And when it when he's not working up to the standard that they have set, uh, they'll get on him. Uh, but in the same sense, they'll also coach him up. Uh, and help him, you know, know where he needs to be, and and get excited for him when he does good things. And it's not just him; it's it's Bryce and Wilkes and sophomores, and you know they, you know, everybody's doing a doing a good job of of directing and leading. Now, last year you guys got about as close as you could uh, to going to Atlanta and playing at. I, I'm not gonna lie; I don't know what the new name of Turner Field is, but playing where Georgia State plays football, where they're playing the state championships. Now you got about as close as you could get to doing that coach. What do you feel better about this year with this team than maybe going into last year? You know, again, it's like what you just said. There's a lot of these guys that have been there and, and done that and, and know what it takes. Um, they're hungry because, you know, we came off realizing how close we were and you could see the, you could see the goal, but we couldn't, couldn't quite reach out and touch it. So, you know, they're really hungry to, to get that, and we know step one is practice today and, and, and getting ready for Thomas County Central, and there's no looking past that. That's uh, that, you know, The goal has to be each step, and uh, so we're looking forward to, to working toward that today. Now, I know it's been cold these past couple weeks, or relatively cold. I mean, we live on the coast. Anything below 60 we consider cold, and, and I know uh, maybe some of the games have been blowouts at halftime there, Coach, but a, a playoff game, Thomas County Central coming to town, as we just mentioned, a really good football team. For the BC fans who are maybe thinking about staying at home, maybe listening to it on the radio, which we, we love that you guys listen to us, but who may be thinking about skipping out and just and listening to it from home, what would your message be to them? Yeah, we definitely need everybody out. We need a great environment. We're literally going to need need that playoff, that crowd, that environment that these these kids are getting used to. And I can tell you, I can tell you from last night talking to those seniors, they know when it's not there. It does affect them. They know it's disappointing to them. Um, you know, they came to BC to play in front of big crowds, to play in big games, to play, you know, with all the media attention. That's why they're here. And um, so, uh, you know, we need it. We need everybody out and, and look forward to it. Coach, before we let you go, I, I got to get your opinion. I know we haven't had a chance to talk much college football this season, but I know you've been watching that number one undefeated Georgia team and smacked Missouri this past week. Curious your opinion on the quarterback situation. If you're sitting there on that staff, who are you rolling with for the rest of the year? Uh, you know, I don't see how how you pull you pull the mailman out. You know, you look at what he's done. Uh, how you know he's been been leading this team he's done a great job he's, he's managed that offense and he, he can you know run and make plays I, I don't see how you do anything different in fact I've been shocked that there was a quarterback controversy you know uh, um, you know I know uh, JT Daniels were hurt for a while and he is a talented young young guy but I don't know how you you, you change what's working I just don't see it going to become i think the biggest storyline in college football as we go coach we appreciate the time as always man we'll see you out there on friday hopefully in front of a packed out memorial stadium 
All right. Thank you so much again, Christian. More Benedictine Cadets football. The Danny Britt Show on ESPN Radio. Welcome back into the Danny Britt Show right here on ESPN Radio. Savannah, we're joined by a player from your cadets every week. This week, you know, anyone who listens to this show knows it's my favorite position group on the entire team. We are joined by senior offensive lineman Shane Strickland. Shane, great to have you on, man. Yeah, it's nice to be here. And you guys getting ready for another playoff run here. Uh, you guys have played a ton of playoff games in your time at BC. And I was talking to Coach Britt about this. For, from your perspective, how important is it to you guys that you have the experience of being here before? Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's really important. Um, it feels more comfortable than it would, I'd say, than, you know, not being on the big stage before. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it feels like we've been here before, definitely. Um, it feels like a safe feeling. And I would say, what, what would your message be to some of the younger guys uh your position group, but you guys are all seniors. How much comfort and, and just in, in communication with those guys, how easy does it make it when all of you guys are members of the same class and have played this much football together? Uh, it makes a tighter bond. Um makes us feel like we can trust each other better and, you know, brotherhood and, uh, just being close to each other makes it a whole lot easier than not knowing them as much, you know? Yo, for sure. And I know one of the more interesting dynamics and relationships is the relationship between a quarterback and offensive line. And I know a lot of times it's a very good relationship, but sometimes you can get some back and forth there. Uh, have there been any moments this year where Holden was like, hey, guys, you got to give me more time, and you guys were like, hey, maybe you should get rid of the ball a little bit quicker? Uh, I mean, no, Holden's done a great job. Um Come on, you can tell us, man. You can tell us if he if he was being a jerk for one or two plays. No, 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 no. Holden's been Holden's done a great job. I feel like offensive line's done a great job as well. Um, you know, we hold it, we've held each other accountable the whole year, um, back and forth at practice, you know, and making each other better. Um, but yeah, like in the games, I feel like Holden does a great job. We do a great job, and uh, to continue to do that as we go into the playoffs. Shane Strickland protecting Holden Garner on the field and off the field. I, I appreciate that. Uh, Thomas County Central coming to town, man. Another playoff game for you guys. How important is it for you guys to see, look up in the stands and see it packed out with maroon and white? Uh, you know, I mean, it's always a big thing. Uh, it makes you feel good to see a bunch of people in the stands. But, you know, we're going to do what we got to do either way. Um play as hard as we can but it would be a great feeling to see you know the sands packed out is it is it a little bit different coming into this playoff run as a senior compared to as a junior because i know uh when, when you're a younger guy you always have another year to look forward to right now it's win or go home uh i wouldn't say it's different i would say it's more um it's more on the edge um you know, you got to practice harder. Uh, you got to see that. You see that now as you're a senior. You only have a few left, but I wouldn't say it's too much different. I would just say it's uh, a different feeling. Well, Shane, before we let you go, man, I know you're 100% focused on the playoffs right now. Uh, but what's your future hold for you after BC? Uh, I hope you play at Wingate. Um, been getting looked at at Wingate for since the summer. Um, I love it at Wingate. I've been there on a visit and everything, and I just, I hope to play there. Uh, if not, I want to do ROTC and right. go in the Army. Um, yeah, Wingate, definitely the goal. 
Well, listen, Shane, I know you guys want five more weeks of the season, and we're hoping for the same thing. But maybe once you get done, I'm going to ask you that question about holding again and see if I get a different answer, man. I appreciate you taking the time. All right. Thank you. Again, Shane Strickland, senior offensive lineman for your cadets. You can catch them at Memorial Stadium coming up on Friday. Thomas County Central coming to town for the first round of the GHSA classification 4A playoffs. We appreciate everyone taking the time and listening. If you missed any portion of the show, you can catch it on ESPNCoastal.com.